You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. As the dream design coach, I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Hello, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Dream Design Podcast. I am your host, Amy Lee Westerbelt, the Dream Design Coach, and I am so excited. And I know I say that all the time, right? I always say I'm so excited, but I am so excited for my guest today because I freaking love her. Dr. Rowena Winkler is here. She is a cosmic catalyst and realignment strategist, sorry, cosmic catalyst coach, right? Say that five times fast and a realignment strategist. She's one of my favorite clients I've ever had, but like, honestly, I'm kind of like at the point where like, maybe she could be the coach, right? Like the student becomes the teacher. She is fantastic. And I can't wait for you guys to meet her, to hear all about her story, where she came from, what she's done and what she's doing now. So we'll be right back with Dr. Rowena Winkler. You're listening to the Design Your Dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them. Each week, I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome back. So here she is, Dr. Rowena Winkler. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad to see you guys. If you're out there watching in Facebook land, feel free to throw some comments up here. We'll do our best to read them live. Um, And with that, welcome Dr. Rowena. So good to have you. So good to be here, Amy Lee. I enjoy spending time with you and I'm so excited to get into this conversation because it's going to be fantastic. I just know it. I know. And as you guys, if you're watching live, right, like you can't tell in the podcast, but we totally did not coordinate our outfits today. We literally look like we just walked off like the runway in the same collection. But the truth is, we did not plan this. We we're just we're we're up here. So. We're just so aligned, Amy Lee. Yeah. yeah. We're so aligned. <laughs> So um, obviously, you know, being a cosmic catalyst coach, realignment strategist, those are things that, you know, um, are, are very you, right? But you certainly didn't start there. And as you guys know, whenever we talk on the Dream Design Podcast, I always want to highlight the fact that folks come from somewhere that's a little bit more traditional And then we kind of realize we can create the business of our dreams. So in your case, Dr. Romina, tell us where you came from and kind of like, where did this all start? Oh my goodness. You talked about traditional. I went really traditional and was a professor for a little bit. I got my PhD in communication from the University of Maryland in College Park and totally thought that was it, you know, that I was going to be a professor for the rest of my life, that I was going to be teaching students, public relations, public speaking, crisis communication, social media, all that fun stuff. And I got to the academy and it was not what I had anticipated. So 
As you know, Amy Lee, I am an innovator, I am a creative, and I felt that working in higher education did not allow me the container, the space to fully embrace those gifts and talents. It was just quite dystopian, to be honest, you know what I mean? So it was, I felt that I was in this box and I wasn't able to serve my students, which was one of the biggest reasons why I became a professor and teacher in the first place. And in addition to that, it was a lot of, well, no, you can't do that because we've done it X, Y, Z thing. And of course, I'm the curious person. I kept asking, well, why, right? Why can't we do it this way? Why can't we explore this way? And I never got an answer that was good enough for me. And so I decided to leave. And that did not come easy. It was one of the most difficult decisions I had ever made. Especially since I had invested so much time, energy, money, right? School's an investment to get these degrees. But something that changed my world was my father passed away in 2013, my first year at this professor job. And as I'm sure folks can relate that are watching, listening, when you lose someone so close to you, especially I was so young losing my parent to cancer, it it really made me question and think very deeply about what is my legacy? What am I doing here? I knew that I was capable of doing more. And so I left and went into the industry working in marketing, but another fast forward a couple of years, another life milestone happened and it was the birth of my beautiful baby girl. And so I've always found it interesting telling the story that it was the death of my father and the birth of my daughter that were two catalysts in my own life that moved me to start my business, which initially was an astrology, just astrology, doing readings, reading natal charts for, for friends and clients. But when we had the collective retreat that I, that I call COVID-19, and I sat with myself with my newborn baby thinking, no, what do I really want to do here? I thought about what a good friend told me. And she said, Rowena, given your teaching and mentoring experience, I think you can integrate that astrology work into a coaching business. And so, as you mentioned, with your help and with the support of community and diving deep and tapping into my intuition and my divine essence, I built this coaching offering where I help women activate their sole purpose so that they can step into their divine feminine, their divine power and, you know, emerge as the human being and embody that goddess that we're all here to be. Right. So that's what brought me here today. I love that. And I just realized that I wasn't recording. So now I'm recording. So we have the transcript because we'll need that later. Um, yeah, no. And, and I, I think that what you bring, you know, because of where you came from, and what you know, and the way that you're able to convey that is so powerful and so different than a lot of other people out there. You know, like you have this beautiful juxtaposition of knowledge and heart that I think just really goes a long way in this space. And, and I know for you and I, like we've worked a lot on some of the challenges, you know, some identity things that you've really had to break through things that are like, this is who I am. And it's like, no, wait, maybe it's not. Maybe that's an idea. Maybe I'm not an idea. Right. And so um, 
I, I just think, you know, and I, and I love the way that you've kind of melded this into your own business. So, you know, you do still, you work from home, right? You work from home. Yes. Yeah, I do. Yep. <laughs> you work from home and you do this on the side. Um, and, you know, talk a little bit about kind of some of the metamorphosis that this business, even this business has made from when it started and kind of where it's going and, and some of the transitions that you made. Yeah. So I, it, to the, to the working from home point and this being a side gig, someone mentioned this morning and I love this, that, you know, my, my full-time job is it's my full-time side, side hustle, the full-time side gig, because I, I love the work that I'm doing, but eventually I'd love to, to channel my entire energy and space into this, this business that I've been building for the past six to seven months. And some of the turning points that had happened include the fact that I've embraced the fact that I am a multi-hyphenate, right? You know, we've talked about this. You cannot serve everybody. That's just not possible. You can't, there's only one person here. You can't serve the entire world. But I really learned to embrace the fact that I have an academic background that I am a creative, right? I am a singer, a dancer, a performer. And I've been able to integrate those sides of me into the offerings for my coaching clients. And after talking with my clients, that's what they love about me, that it is unique, that it is different, that I infuse writing and singing and affirmations and you know, translating your CV for the academic folks to help you find the person that you are meant to be on this planet. So once I got past that, as you mentioned, that identity crisis, like who am I? And especially as academics, I feel that a lot of academics, that's their identity, right? That we are in this position, but we're so much more than that. And that even comes to play in our astro astrological charts. It is so much more nuanced than, oh, I'm a Pisces right? It's not surface level. There's more to it that meets the surface. And once I embraced that and able to let go of putting myself in these boxes and just unleashed the authentic woman that I am, that has been so transformative. And, you know, we've gone through so many shifts on this journey. And I thank you for that because you're a huge reason why I'm here. So just letting you know, folks, Coaches need coaches need coaches. So, you know, babies having babies. Yep. But, you know, it's really interesting that you say that too, because I think also, and I came from academia too, right? Like I always say that really fast and it sounds like I'm saying macadamia, but it's actually <laughs> academia. I came from academia too. And there's so much indoctrination there. Yes. I remember when I was in college and I remember my government professor just like, speaking as if it was the gospel, right? And I look back now and I'm thinking those were his opinions, but the way that he portrayed those conversations made me think that's what I was being tested on. That's, you know, and, and there's this idea that you want to be well-liked in the academic space, but what it essentially does, and sorry for those of you out there who don't agree, it kind of clips your wings a little bit, right? It kind of says like, hey, this is what we believe and these are the ideologies we're going to push. And then heaven forbid you get outside of that, it's like you've been ostracized from the camp 
and you don't know anybody and you don't really know how to claw your way back. And so thank goodness you had that spiritual grounding of astrology, of, you know, your own cognition and and claircognizance to really kind of claw your way back and go, hold on a second. What do I know to be true? What can I align with, you know, intuitively? And then how do I kind of take that to help me build that next level? Because a lot of people, they don't have that. And they, you know, they would be destined to kind of just stay with that or end up, you know, oh, well, the academic world didn't work for me. I'm going to go bad groceries at the food store. You know, I mean, I, I used to work with a guy who was it had a doctorate in French and he was bagging groceries at Stop and Shop. And I was like, what is wrong with this picture? But some people, you know, they really can't pivot. And so having that spiritual guidance, you know, really made that big difference for you. And I, and I love that, you know, you still love your other job, right? Like you're not like, Oh, you know, you don't have to demonize something to love something else. And a lot of people I think make that mistake, right? Like they think like, Oh, well, I want to do this. So I've got to make this the worst thing ever. I've got to have a really dramatic exit. But you balance those things so beautifully. And I I really think that that's commendable too. Thank you. And you know what? It's so interesting because recently, per a conversation with a friend, now client, I'm infusing what I do with my job into into this business through, I plan on building an intuitive marketing package because... I found that fellow coaches, light workers, healers, they need help with with the marketing space. I'm I'm a copywriter. I build websites. I I help my digital marketing agency promote their message. And so I, I'm even coming to a realization that I don't it, it doesn't need to be demonized. I can take again that part of me as a marketing professional into this business and they can work together in harmony. So yeah, it doesn't have to be a dramatic thing. It doesn't have to be an exit. We are all changing and growing as human beings. And so it's just navigating your way through through what's going on and figuring out what, what works at this time. That's it. Yeah. And, and I think even we're metamorphosizing the idea of what a job, what a career even is, right? Because mm-hmm. we're taking little bits and pieces, right? You're talking about... Um, you're talking about um, bringing in, you know, like the pieces from marketing, the pieces from astrology, you know, you still kind of have that academic background and you're turning it into this beautiful creation of your own that really a is not replicable, right? Cause nobody's you number one, but number two, it's this whole unique package of services that somebody could need you know, all at one time that are all very cohesive. And that's really beautiful too. Um, so one question I have for you though, is as you took your steps into this, and obviously you come from the performing world, right? We're both like, I'm a giant redhead and I know you're really into Hamilton, right? Hamilton's the one. Oh yeah. Hamilton rent too. I enjoy rent. I enjoy all things. (laughs) I, I, I definitely, I, I, I rushed for seats a few more times than I care to admit. Um, but that being said, you know, you come from this world where it's very, common to speak it's very common to to share your voice and then um hi facebook user (laughs) just go ahead and go to streamyard uh, facebook.com slash streamyard if you would like your name to be revealed if not you can just write your name and then we can make sure we can say hi to you um but you know when you're playing a character when you're in character when you're you know method acting 
it's really easy to be loud and boisterous and obnoxious because that's what the character, you know, calls for. When you get out there and now you're suddenly Dr. Rowena and you're having Dr. Rowena's thoughts and you're Dr. Rowena and, you know, oh, hi, Claire. Um, and you are um, really embodying the things that you want to say. That's that's very different. So I would love to know, like, tell me a little bit about the evolution of your of your voice um, from the beginning of this journey to now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So that rings true and resonates so much because an example of it was even when I was in college and I took a public speaking course and it was so difficult for me, which you'd think that it wouldn't be because, as you mentioned, I'm a theater performer. I can get on stage and sing and dance and act in front of hundreds of people. But when it came to being me as Rowena, as Dr. Rowena, I don't know. I think a lot of us, especially as women, were conditioned, right, to play it small. And that if we do use our voice, we're seen as too much or too loud or too extra. But what I've discovered is that, first of all, I don't need to be perfect, right? Because I am a recovering perfectionist. I went through and did all these things to check the boxes and get the awards, but it was in being myself, being vulnerable, sharing my story, making myself relatable, and stepping into my power and my expertise. It really was building that confidence and removing those limiting beliefs that I'm not enough, that I'm not worthy, that no one cares about what I have to say or no one wants to hear what I have to say. It was doing the work with you and with other communities and friends that gave me the permission to step into these spaces and say, no, 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 I'm here and I'm proud to share these things and you can do it too, right? Because again, it's not like you and I are special people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean we are special people, but we have the tools to help and equip others right. to, to do the same, right? It's not, it, it, this isn't something that, that, you know, that is just guaranteed for a select few. You, If you put in the work, which is something that I have done this year, you can come out the other side and, and you can just see, y'all, go, go on my Instagram, go on my Facebook. You will see the difference in how I have shown up in, the, in these spaces in the beginning, speaking to myself in this business and where I am today. I do not think I'd be speaking as confidently today, but it was all came with the practice. The only way you can get there is to put yourself out there. It's like the rehearsal, Amy Lee, right? We have to rehearse. We don't just get the script and then it's opening night. <laughs> you have to get out there and put in the work. And that's the Kermit and you got amnesia and everybody tried to find a way to find you. And then that you ended up working at a marketing firm with a bunch of other frogs. And then you did have to just come on an opening night. What? <laughs> Muppets take Manhattan. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, frogs? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. I was like, I'm not understanding this reference. What no, it's reference? totally fine. I, I have a Muppet problem. <laughs> I do Muppets Anonymous. So I fine. will say, yeah, my own, I, I love the Muppets, but I will say I'm probably more of an Avenue Q fan. Speaking of- Oh, I love, I love Avenue Q. <laughs> but the Muppets take Manhattan is a cult classic. 
It's got all these cameos from um, Broadway people in it. It's so good. There's like a joke a second. It's you, you need to watch it. It's really, it's really amazing. Like it's very, very clever. And <laughs> my kids were watching it in the car the other day. So it's in my head, but yeah, it's one of my, it's one of my all time favorite films. Never mind the fact that it's Muppets, but awesome. that's neither here nor there. I want to circle back for a second though, to something you said that I really want to kind of clarify my position and I want to hear yours, but sure. you mentioned that as women, you know, sometimes we're told like that we're too much, that we're too loud, that we're too boisterous, all these things. I want to clarify that in my experience, that's been a from other women, not yeah. from men, right? It's been from other women and from peers. And B, going back to that whole, you know, thing with the arena and Brené Brown, and you were talking about vulnerability, it's from people that don't show up for themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's not only that it's our peers, right? It's not, I, I don't want people to get the idea that it's this like, these men that are like, go in the kitchen and put your apron on. That's not what it is. It's people that are like, oh, you're too much, right? And then it's because they're not showing up for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, and in my own experience, I will say it has been women as well as men, right? And I think it's because seeing us is having people like us step into our audaciousness and in our boldness and courageousness, stepping into that arena, giving that Brene Brown slash Teddy Roosevelt quote, it, it triggers people, right? Folks are like, oh, and then they project that onto us because yeah, as you mentioned, they're not, they're not, they're not there yet. They're not in that embodiment. They're not awake. And maybe they won't be, maybe these folks right. won't be. And that's just it. You know, I was just talking to my therapist yesterday about it, that, we can control how we respond and react and, you know, people are going to respond and react as how they should, but it's not going to stop me from, from stepping and being the person that, that I'm meant to be. So. I love that. And, and it's so true too, you know, like you, you have no F's to give, like you are not mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I love, I love watching you step into that sovereign power and that like, I am Rowena, I am Dr. Rowena you're going to put the doctor in front of my name. And like, it's just so powerful to see where you've come. And, you know, you've all, I want to say, you've always been capable of helping people from the day one. You've always been super qualified to do the work you do. You haven't always been confident that you had the qualifications. Oh yeah, absolutely. I will agree with that. 1000%. I have always had aspirations to be an entrepreneur, to help people. But it, yeah, it was definitely the confidence thing and a lot of blocks that I had to remove for myself to feel and step into that sovereignty, as you mentioned. But it's pretty awesome once you get there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like the best feeling ever. It's like beyond any sexual feeling you could ever have. It's like, oh, this is this is good. I like this. Ooh, sexy this. sovereignty. Let's go. <laughs> That's a good name for a program. Right? There you um, go. <laughs> okay. So speaking of coaching, tell us like what do you like what do you do? Like how does somebody get into your world and like what what do you do with them? And then we'll you know do the magical link on the screen. But first tell us what you do. <laughs> Sure. Yes. So I hold 20 minute, they're called catalyst calls. So they're essentially discovery calls and you fill out a form to tell me what's going on, where, what space you're coming from. So are you a mom? Are you a creative? Are you an academic? And what are some of the modalities that you'd be interested in exploring? So is it, I do tarot readings. Is it tarot? Is it astrology? 
is it movement and singing and dance and writing as as I mentioned, I infuse into my coaching offerings and we'll sit down and just have a chat, right? No pressure. It's just talking about what's going on with you and where, where are you at? And for a lot of my clients, they're in this place where I was, right? Feeling stuck, feeling unfulfilled, feeling like that we can do something more, but not quite sure how to get there or, or where to go next. And once we have that conversation, I develop a plan, a workbook. We talk through some tools and exercises using those modalities that I mentioned. So it is taking these sometimes seen as esoteric woo-woo, right? Aspects of astrology, human design, that sort of thing, and bringing it to the practical because that's the realignment strategist piece of my title. As you mentioned, I embraced both my left and right brains. I would not have been able to write a 300 plus page dissertation without being organized and being able to, to navigate all that. So I take those skill sets and put it into this plan for my clients so that they can move forward and get to that sexy sovereignty, which now I really like that. We're going to have no, to- No, no, you need that. You still <laughs> need that sexy sovereignty. I love that. I love that. That's like, that's like the outcome, right? Like, right. it's amazing. And it's so funny, you know, I want you guys to understand like the work that this woman has done. Like when I met her, nothing to do with me, forget me. But like when I met her, I met her on Clubhouse, which if you're not on Clubhouse, you're so missing out. But don't spend your whole life on there because that's not a good idea either. But when I met her, she was like afraid to talk on stage. Like you couldn't even see her. And she was afraid to use her voice. And now her voice like echoes everywhere. Like you see her on podcasts, you see her online doing IG lives, you see her, you know, in all these different places. She has her own show now. Like she's showing TF up for herself. Like Anyone can do that. And now not only does she do that, but she has perfected the art of showing other people how to do it. So it's like, as we were saying before, it's like babies having babies, right? Like yeah. I created her, she'll create you, you'll, they'll create that. And it's just this, you know, this never ending chain of sovereignty. And going back to what you said about the woo woo, right? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you find with your clients that stuff's a lot more acceptable than it used to be, right? It's not this like crazy, oh my God, she's in the occult. Like it's becoming so much more mainstream, the idea that we're connected energetically, that, you know, the chakras, astrology, human design, like you said, do you find that you get as much pushback from clients? No, absolutely not. I mean, listen, we're in the age of Aquarius now. So talk about that energy is all about innovation, out of the box thinking, even a little rebelliousness, right? And I feel like, especially in this past year and a half at the time of this recording, COVID-19 has, I think a lot of people are looking for tools, looking for ways to find answers and to gain insights on themselves and how to interact with the world. And so a lot of people are are more interested in these in these modalities because yeah, you're right. I think it's definitely more acceptable. And I think that's part of the appeal, right? Folks are like, oh, this is interesting. I am interested in this piece, but wait, you actually make a tangible, practical plan based off of these things. It's not just ending here. Like, okay, go forth. Here's your astrology chart. Bye. It's no, here's your astrology chart. Let's ask some questions to tap into who you are and who you can be and what are the next steps to move forward. So it's, it's really fun. 
I love that. Yeah. Being able to see the vision of where someone can go and going, okay, well, according to your chart, this is kind of where you, where you shine and where you're going to be the most successful. So knowing that what in your life lights you up that relates to that. And then how can we incorporate that into your life? I love that. So you guys, if you want to hang out with Rowena, Dr. Rowena, and of course you do, this is the link to her website. You can go to RowenaWinkler.com. She didn't put the doctor in front of it because there was already a Dr. Rowena Winkler. No, I'm kidding. And if you want to find her on Instagram, she does Instagram lives. Um, that one's called, wait, Resets with Rowena. I love it. Yep. So you can go there and find that one as well. And if anybody has any questions, um, she'll be hanging out in the group pretty much forever because she loves us. Um, yes. but she, today she'll be answering questions. If you guys have questions for her, let me just double check. Cause I know sometimes, um, questions don't come through. Hold on one second. Okay. Looks like I'm frozen on there. So that's fun. So clearly that's not, Hold on one sec. I just want to give it. Okay. Well, if you guys have questions and I, and I'm not seeing them, feel free to um, either tag her or tag me after the fact and we'll get those answered for you. But that being said, any last minute thoughts, anything else you want to say, gorgeous? I just want to say that you are worthy. You are amazing friends out there. You are capable of designing your dream life and stepping into that sexy sovereignty. I I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for you. So yeah, I'm looking forward to any conversations, questions, or comments you may have after this. But in the meantime, have a great rest of the day and the rest of the week, rest of the year. And I hope we can connect soon. Absolutely. You guys, she's amazing. Seriously. Even, even if you have seven other coaches, what's one more? Like she's that good. <laughs> she really is. So thank you so much for being here, Dr. Rowena. It's been amazing. And I'm sure you and I will catch up very soon. Will do. Bye. And that will do it for this week's Dream Design Podcast. Until next time when I have another fabulous guest, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, and may you be at peace. Namaste.